Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid Ahmed. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies. Today I'll be talking about the many different hobbies, including ones I haven't talked about as well as uh, give an update on the last inspection I did over the weekend for the bees. So I got to inspect the bees after quite some time. I think it had been another four weeks. Uh, not the right kind of um, break you want between inspecting bees and um, not inspecting them. You want to inspect at least every week, every 10 days, 11 days. Uh, I had a lot of things going on. The weekends um, either got rained out, there was an event, or I was traveling. I did manage to do two feedings during that two-week period so they were getting sugar water and getting a move on so that's good of course the bottles that I had put in there were completely empty and they had closed up all the holes with propolis because there's nothing coming through they're like oh this hole we don't need to go in there just close it up so now I gotta go clean those holes up so I have the sugar water set up for them next time around I was only able to inspect the Alexandria hive <coughs> And uh, that took about an hour and a half. Didn't have uh, enough time to uh, go into inspecting Saskatraz. Maybe tomorrow I can inspect Saskatraz since tomorrow is uh, Eid al Adha. I'll be taking a day off and spending it with the fam. Alright, so the update on Alexandria. Uh, going through the hive, I found there's at least eight frames full of honey. Uh, capped honey, that is. I can harvest that if I wanted to. There's some dark honey, there's some light honey, there's all sorts of, sorts of um, good stuff in there. I could totally harvest it, but I am reluctant. Maybe I can harvest one frame. I don't think it'd be too bad. Last time I checked, there was at least four or five frames, so they've added three more frames of uh, full honey. And I believe I had uh, taken one frame of honey or nectar 
out from Alexandria and gave it to Saskatraz. Something else that I found was um, I we had put in some dryer sheets between the two frames or clean, uh, cleaner sweeps sheets to trap some um, some of the beetles and of course it was also full of propolis as well as uh, um, some body parts of bees and body parts of I just didn't have uh, it was supposed to be taken out about a week later and of course I didn't so something that you might not want to do is put a dry put a um, sheet in there to trap beetles and not go back a week later um, it's got ton of problems so I took out those things as well put them in a little jar and that jar is going in the freezer now one thing this they say to remove propolis you need to freeze it because if you heat it it's gonna become gooey freezing it makes it hard and brittle and then you can just crack it off last time I tried to remove uh, propolis from these bottles I put them in hot water and that was just a mess uh, it was every it got on everything um, I try to contain it um, so yeah that's uh, what I'm doing with the with the jars and the dryer sheets that I took out keeps calling them dryer sheets but they're actually uh, Swiffer um, dust sheets they're like microfiber type stuff that you use to clean and they're pretty sturdy so bees can't really do much with it although there was a little piece totally gone so I'm not sure how the bees managed to do that uh, it was a rectangle sheet that I had put in there and what I got out was a triangular sheet so it was interesting to see so eight frames of honey um, the bees are doing great there I, I also saw the queen bee and this time around I was able to take lots of photos some videos some time-lapse video as I was uh, going through the hive so the top box is is all honey and nectar and look like they are they were um, drawing out more comb towards the ends and filling them up with nectar as well the next box down I found of course there's a I have semi sphere shape in each frame and then on the top corners there's honey in the middle there's brood so brood mid, middle brood then there's uh, nectar and then there's honey so that's what I found in most of the outer edge frames in the second box and in the middle of the frame I saw lots of brood uh, capped brood and um, the bees look great the the queen bee is doing an excellent job she's laying eggs in all those empty empty cells 
in the last box I saw found lots of brood and um, lots of larvae even nectar bee bread and I'm like why is bee bread down here of course they need lots and lots of bee bread to feed for the the upcoming uh, bees the upcoming um, winter bees that are forming right now and bee bread is the primary source of protein for bees so the bees eat the bee bread and then they're able to produce a royal jelly that royal jelly becomes the food for all the new bees that will be coming up I do need to research more what to feed them for winter so I will need I will be making two to one sugar water since we are now in uh, August um, going into September and that's when fall is kind of starts it's still uh, end of summer and uh, beginning of fall so I'll be making some two to one sugar water and this sugar water is great for great for them for the winter or getting ready for winter time essentially so that will be the next step I have 50 pounds of sugar so I'll be uh, taking uh, 25 pounds of sugar and adding 12 and a half pounds of water to it that will be two to one sugar water concentrate and will be super sweet so that's my update on the bees uh, tomorrow I will take a look at Saskatraz and see how they're doing see if they have see if they've collected any honey or not they were a little slow on the get-go they are uh, a little more foreign than the Alexandria bees because they are much more local so yeah that's it for the bees next I'll be talking about the other hobbies I had mentioned that I haven't talked about yet so stick around Hey, welcome back. Or should I say, thanks for sticking around. So the next part I wanted to talk about were the many different hobbies that I did not mention. Uh, one of them is, of course, um, virtual reality. Well, I don't know if I should say of course, but over the weekend we had some guests over and I let them try out virtual reality and the one game that I set up for them which is really fun to watch with people around is Richie's plank experiment and in this game in this virtual reality setup 
you're basically at a in a in a world set up in front of an elevator. I'm like, why are you in front of an elevator? So you turn around, you go inside the elevator, you press the different buttons where you want to go to. So there's a plank. You press the plank, and then you're basically taken up 80 stories high in this. And as soon as the door opens, there's a plank that you have to walk. Now, to make the experience more realistic, uh, you basically bring a real plank, a wooden plank. So I had a six foot long, six by um, six inches by six foot long uh, plank that I set up in the, in the real world. The application lets you measure the plank so it knows exactly where it is and how tall, you know, how long it is. So you can feel a real plank in virtual reality. And you're basically stepping out on this plank and you get to see the sky and and how high you are from the ground. And it's it's really daunting. And some of the people tried it and they were like, wow, this is awesome. They walked up, they walked on the plank. They were not scared of the heights. Uh, one, one other guy, he's like, I can't do heights. And so when he tried it, he's like, oh, let me give this a shot. Because everybody can see on the computer screen what they're seeing, what the user or the player wearing the goggles, VR goggles is doing. And it's a totally different experience. You have 360 degrees of VR world around you and you can just turn your head and see where you are. And so they were able, we are able to see what they're doing, but we have a, you know, a limited window of what they see or we only see what they're seeing and not what you know it's 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 totally it's it's a different experience okay so um so this dude he puts it on he's like wow this is awesome so you press the elevator button and to go to, up to the plank the doors open and he's looking out he's just peeking out he's like Oh my God, I am not stepping out onto that plank. No, sir, thank you. And he presses the ground button and comes back down. I'm like, wow. All right, you are scared of heights. Absolutely, that is true. Okay, so he had he had mentioned that, you know, I don't do heights. This is not my thing. This is not gonna happen. Then he had, um, so, the, so these guys I'm talking about, they're my wife's cousins. And then I was like, you know, so the older brother was like, let's call my dad in. You know, he loves technology. He's going to love this virtual reality. And I've been thinking of getting it for him. It's like, all right, sure. Um, let's bring him down. So I went up, had him come down. I'm like, all right, uncle, you got to try this out. This is um, a plank experience. You put on these goggles and you're in, you're in a virtual world. And you get to try this out. So uh, I had him try it out. He was like, all right, what do you do? Like, all right, you just press the button, you know, to the, to go up to the plank. 
and he goes up to the planks like, nope, I'm not stepping out on this thing either. It's very real, right? And um, so Uncle is a psychologist, and um, he's like, you know, can this cause seizures? I'm like, well, the initial ver version, uh, the version one of the uh, Oculus, I believe, had a low um, refresh rate, which did cause people um, motion sickness. But they've, you know, they've gone past, past that, you know, it doesn't cause those problems anymore. <clears throat> he, was, he was very impressed. I wanted to set up some other uh, games for him. There's a Destinations game where you can uh, visit Mars, uh, where the lunar landed. Uh, the lunar, not the lunar, the Mars rover landed and you can see the different tracks. There's a lot of informational stuff. But the, but the computer was acting up or the games were not loaded. So he said, you know, next time he comes, he's going to do some more exploration. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was, uh, it was an excellent experience. So that's one of my hobbies. And um, Uncle mentioned, you have some really interesting hobbies. Beekeeping, virtual reality. I'm like, yeah. And then, of course, when he was in the office, he saw the microphone. And he's like, why are these two, three microphones in here? What's going on? And then his son mentioned, well, he also does a podcast. Like, wow, you do really have some interesting hobbies. Um, I haven't had a chance to set up my office yet. So I want to talk about that next up. So stick around um, if you want to learn what those things are. next thing I wanted to talk about is hey I can't remember anymore but uh, yeah so I wanted to talk about setting up my office my office is not set up yet there's been a lot of different things happening I've um, wanted to put up some more pictures up well I've got these really cool Mars posters uh, from the National Geographic and I wanted to put them up but I haven't had a chance there's uh, f there's still a few boxes left that need to be emptied I've got to build out a shelf uh, where I can uh, put up put away my electronics my camera gear and other things um, I have a box full of cables that I want I would like to sort out um, so lots of different things and I just realized I have not been able to spend a lot of time on it because I'm trying to fix my computer every single time I'm down there right I'm either uh, playing a game which is fine but the other times I'm trying to fix this Hackintosh this Hackintosh that I spent hours and hours on trying to make sure that it keeps running. And the last update that I did totally screwed it up. It's been down. 
and I'm thinking, do I really need to keep this charade up? I mean, should I just go and buy a Mac Pro? That way I can just come, dump my media, start working on it, and be on the go. Um, yesterday I did a, did a video interview shoot and uh, there's a total of seven short videos that I need to put together. I used a two camera setup. Uh, one camera was on the slider with the Rhino Arc and Rhino Motion. And the other camera was stationary. Uh, so, and I took this idea from master classes. All the master classes I've, I've watched, they've done similar setup. They've got a main camera pointing directly at the at the interviewer or the interviewee and they're looking directly into, into that camera the second camera does a side pose uh, does a little um, slider motion and it, it just looks clean so all the video came out pretty clean I could have used brighter lights I uh, could have set up a little differently but of course this is my first time around not first time around doing an interview, but first time around doing this kind of two camera setup. So I will, so I need to produce these videos. You need to, you know, get them out there. And then I can, of course, um, send an invoice to the client. Like, hey, here's the time that I spent on, you know, we spent together. <clears throat> setting up the cameras, shooting, and here's the here's the final product that's edited. So, you know, this is how much it's going to be, etc. So, I'm thinking, do I, you know, what do I do? Or I could just use my Windows PC, which has been very slow lately, and it's annoying the heck out of me. I've got super fast hard drives, right? i got SSD, I've got 64 gigs of RAM. It's a six-core, twelve-thread, the uh, Intel i7 processor. So I've got all the power in there, but the only thing is, I would have to use Adobe Premiere. Now, Adobe Premiere is an excellent software. There's a ton of people that use it, but just to load it took forever. And I'm thinking, do I need to reimage the Windows operating system on a, on the you drive you know what what should I do it's just so annoying when this stuff happens I like to, I like stuff to just work and <clears throat> I've been contemplating should I get a Mac Pro should I get a um, MacBook Pro 2018 which is as fast as a 2013 Mac Pro six core um, I think it's faster the MacBook Pro i7 6 core is faster than the Mac Pro 6 cores from 2013 with dual video cards. That part, I, I, I gotta go back to the benchmarks and see. Of course, they both will cost around $2,500. So where do I spend the money? Do I get a MacBook Pro that I can take with me anywhere and do edits or do I get a Mac Pro that stays in the office that way I spend time in the office focusing on the work 
So anyways, those are some of the questions that I'm mulling over and thinking about. And uh, some of the things, some of the struggles that I've got going on. So anyways, um, that's the next part of things that I'm working on and trying to get things set up. So I, this could be more of a more regular thing. So far, all of these episodes that you've been listening to, I've recorded them using the Anchor FM app on the iPad. And I'm using a USB headphone that does an excellent job. I've got an iPad USB adapter that connects to this microphone. It's a headset microphone, so I don't have to worry about holding it or being close to it since it's part of my head. Anyways, those are some of the things that are uh, happening in the life of Junaid. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, We will... I'll come back with a new episode in a couple of days and uh, I'll give you an update on how Saskatraz is doing. If I ended up harvesting any of the honey at all. Uh, I haven't heard back from my beekeeper mentor about my question about should I harvest the honey or not so we'll give you an update on those things again thanks for listening please feel free to send a message to at supergenade on twitter or leave a message uh, using the anchor app the anchor app lets you leave voice messages to me for this podcast that I can then respond to and even include your voice on here. So feel free to do that. Thanks again for listening and subscribing. More content to come. More goodness to come. Thanks, guys. Bye.